I wake up every single day, I am who I say I am. And I get what I get because I live in B-Smoke. Stop being gazelle, you're not average. You're not even good. You were born to be great. What's going on, world? Welcome to another edition of the Secret to Success podcast. I'm your host, CJ, joined by the almighty E.T., the hip-hop preacher, and the Barbados sensation, Young Carl. What's going on, fellas? What it How do? y'all feeling? What up, what up, what up? Bless, man. Good, Bless. Good, yeah, um, just in case anybody's wondering, you're listening out there, that CJ had a baby. No, we did not have the baby yet, and... Um, Man, I promise y'all. So I'm sitting there Saturday night, and I'm I'm all set on coming to Cleveland Sunday morning. And Saturday night, in the middle of the night, boom, here come a couple contractions. I'm like, oh, Lord, here we go. We, it's showtime. So she, like, gets out the bed. You know, she's walking around, got another contraction. And so I'm like, okay. So I just kind of right then and there was like, all right, that's it. I'm not going. You know, we about to have this baby, you know, either tonight or in the morning for sure. So I hit E. It's like, man, you gonna have to, you gonna have to go Kobe for me. You know what I'm saying? He was like, which one? Eight or twenty-four? I'm like, no, nah, go. Do me a favor, go go twenty-four, cause eight has Shaq. I need you to go twenty-four. <laughs> and um, so he was like, nah, I got you. You know, of course the the squad was like, yo, don't worry about it. And um, man, I promise y'all, little mama ain't made a peep since. So we kind of just been over here, man. She uh she just been chilling, pump faking. She didn't so, want you to go. Yeah, still yeah, no she didn't baby. want you to leave. Um, the baby, the actual due date is the 11th. Um, but you know she was dilated and you know we was having some. Yeah, she didn't want you to leave. So we thought she was coming early, but apparently, you know, she like nah, I'm not ready yet. So yeah, so yeah, she didn't. Yeah, she definitely didn't want me to leave. Yeah, yeah. She didn't want you so to leave. I don't know if her mama did that on purpose or what, but. Um, yeah, I was not in Cleveland, man, but but uh, I heard it was amazing. Everybody was texting me. I was I felt like I was there because I was getting the play-by-play update. And it's crazy, man. Like, <laughs> yo, that, I mean, obviously, first one I ever missed. But like, when you on when you sitting on the bench, I'm talking about it's tough. Like, I feel bad for like players who get injured, and you gotta like watch your squad go out there. That might be the most helpless feeling in the world. And not that I didn't know y'all could execute the conference at a high level oh, yeah. without me. Oh, yeah, no But doubt. it was just like, yeah, yo, yeah, like, everybody was texting me, like, oh, VIP, like, literally at 1 o'clock, exactly, I'm, like, looking at my phone, like, all right, VIP starting, let's go, E. What is E going to talk about? All right, I hope he hit this, I hope he hit that. And, um, man, like I said, it was, uh, it, it went off without a hitch. I don't know how it was from y'all perspective. Matter of fact, Tay texted me at about 1.30, and she was like, yeah, I think E happy you not here. He going hard in the paint. She was like, and he ain't got to pass the ball. So he looking like he's just ready to go. Showtime. I said, yeah, oh, E no, might have no, sabotaged no. me. Yeah, he ain't want me there anyway. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? No, I, it's the actual opposite. When you don't have that person, you don't feel that you can rest. Like, you know what I'm saying? When you there, I feel like, all right, I can throw it to see. I got a chance to kind of think, meditate a little bit. You know, as you're talking to them, I'm, I'm reading body language. You know, I'm looking at the intensity of the crowd, you know. And so then when it comes back to me, like I'm ready to rock and roll. But when you're not there, it just feel like I got to hit every free throw. I got to post everybody. Like, I got to be aggressive. Hey, take and he get the intro and see. Tay is about to start like, hey, guys, welcome. And he's like, all right, let's go, y'all. So, hey, today we go. Yeah. She could yeah, get no, the he intro. He don't out. like the, uh, what, what do you call them, the preliminaries. He is not a fan of the preliminaries. He definitely just want to no, go. No, sir. And get started, man. So, shout no, out to sir. everybody who came out to Cleveland. And, uh, man, I apologize I wasn't able to make it out there and see you all. Um, definitely, you know, don't plan on having that happen again. We got to do a better job of, of planning uh, around these type of things. But um, it was it was incredible anyway. Shout out to the Cleveland Browns for coming through. Uh, a, couple no players from, Home yeah, court. a couple players from the Buffalo Bills, I think, drove from Buffalo to come to the conference. Yeah. Um, shout out to Corey yeah. uh, Gregory, who was in the building. And just a lot of folks, man, who came out and showed love and supported. So another amazing conference. Next up, San Francisco on the 18th. San Fran. God willing, I will what? be in the building if little mama ain't, like, <laughs> severely tripping. 
um, you know, I'll be in the building for, for San Fran, so we're excited about coming out there. And um, Oh, I'm not excited about coming out there because if, if, if it's going to be a game seven, that's going to mess up. That's going to mess us up. So we'll see nah, by the we time changed, we get hey, there For everybody listening in, in that region, we changed the time of the conference already. All right, so we're going to come out there and do the conference early. Just in case there's a game seven, you'll have plenty of time to come kick it with us, to, to learn and grow, and then go straight and watch the game, do your thing. You'll have plenty get of time. Get your own yeah, finals. So, get it, be a part of, yeah, your, be own a part finals. of your own finals. Absolutely, man. So let's get into the show, man. Um, you know, just wanted to discuss Cleveland real quick. I want to get into to our, our new favorite segment, Am I Tripping Or? And this one, like, you know, for real, they come from personal experiences. You know what I mean? It's just like I go throughout my regular day and try to find stuff that I'm like, yo, this don't make sense. Am I, am I tripping or? And today, my am I tripping or goes to uh, say that, am I tripping or is it ridiculous that I got to set up my next dentist appointment six months in advance? Oh, man. I've missed the last three <laughs> because I've had to Bruh. set them up. <laughs> I'm like, first of all, my wife tells me on Sunday, you got dentist appointment tomorrow. I'm like, what? She was like, I'm like, boo, how do, like, I got stuff to do. I got meetings, I got all kinds of stuff. She's like, oh, no, it's tomorrow. And then if you try to reschedule, they got to push your cleaning back like another six months. I'm like, unbelievable. So then I go get my teeth clean and then I'm leaving and she's like, all right, let's schedule your next appointment. How does December uh, 3rd at 1030? I'm like, boo. 2020. I might not even be around in, in this city during that time, in the state at that time, in the country. Like, I don't right. even know where I'm going to be. So I just was like, yo, am I tripping or is this ridiculous? Like, call me three well, weeks me, ahead of time and just say, yo, does this work? You know what I'm saying? I can't plan what I'm going to do tomorrow, let alone six months from now. Yeah, well, let's add to that. Am I tripping or what? Like, next level. Am I tripping or... Are they upset when I miss it? But when the doctor, when the dentist want to come in 20 oh. minutes late, you know oh, what I'm saying? Hey, he's not tripping on that. Or if he need to reschedule me, he ain't oh, tripping no, on that. Not at all. They're trying to make that money. Not at all. They're trying to make that money. See, they got to get you six months in advance to make sure you got that. They know that oh, shit I'm saying six all. months, though, Carl. That's ridiculous, bro. I ain't never had to say it. Like, Folk getting engaged and married in less than six months. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I know like, that's right. I got to right. set a I dentist appointment right. six months out. And then the other thing in my tripping or as it relates to the dentist, it had me irritated in there is like, boo, why are you trying to have a full-blown conversation with me when my mouth is open and blue full out? Full-blown. She like, oh, I'm talking about, I can't talk. baby. What's the baby's name? <laughs> How's your son dealing with? I'm in the chair like, oh, I'm like, boo, just leave me alone. Let me watch TV. I'm already not loving the fact that you're scraping on all my gums. Like, why are you trying to have a full-blown conversation a with full me? full-blown conversation. I'm like, boo, my hey, lips I think, ashy is all get out. Give me some Carmex. How about that? Hey, I think that I think running and talking is better than that. And I hate when I'm running long distance and my boy, who is a purebred runner, he want to talk. I'm like, bro, I need my I need breath every, to run. I, I'm talking I, about I, I, need I need every yeah. available space in my lungs to breathe. I don't need no talking. I don't want to even think loud. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I, I just I don't know who's the worst, the dentist or my boy who trying to help me get ready for a marathon. Yeah, no, definitely, man. I'm feeling both of those for sure. Um, so, yeah, no, I, I, I didn't know if I was tripping or if it was just me or it's some things that irritate me about the dentist for sure. And by, and by the way, They've been telling me for like the last uh, two years that I've had a couple cavities brewing and apparently uh, they have reared their ugly head. And I'm and I'm pissed because she's going to tell me, wow, you've done a, a, an amazing job with your flossing has been on point. So I was like, oh, OK, cool. Then find out I got three cavities. I'm saying what? I'm saying back when I wasn't flossing that good. I didn't have a cavity. Back now I'm then. flossing great and you I got cavity. I'm, I'm like, this don't make you know this don't make no hey, sense. Are you eating, Am I tripping or are you eating more than Twinkies? No, I ain't, now, you know I ain't eating them sweets. I, I don't know what it is. <laughs> oh, I, yeah, you got a now I need to do a better job of brushing that night. But I promise you, especially with the games coming on, I'm like struggling to stay awake. The last thing I'm thinking about is going and hitting them teeth off in the in the middle of the night. So I think just falling asleep. Maybe without brushing them teeth, I think it's starting to get to me. Although I will floss. Like, I've been on the floss tip heavy 
just because I know, you know, I don't want my joints to fall out at an early age, but I know it's a struggle. But as much as a struggle it is for me, low-key, let me tell you something. E.T. the hip-hop preacher boy, let me tell you, I wasn't even planning on saying this, E, but you know, Carl, I don't know if you know, but E go to the dentist like twice a week, y'all. Like, E talking about he missed his last three appointments. I promise you, you can call E like any time of day, like throughout the week. Like, I call him on a Tuesday this week. He'd be like, my bad. See, I'm about to walk into the dentist. I hit you right back. I promise you, I'll call him it's a week real. and a half later. Like, E, what up? He'd be like, man, I'm walking out the dentist, just chilling. What's good? I'm like, yo, you just was at the dentist, bruh. I'm like, <laughs> gotta keep that, gotta keep that money I'm smile like, going. See, gotta keep that money Let smile going. Let me say going. something. That homeless run you had murdered your teeth. Bro. <laughs> you feel I'm me? Trippin'. I gotta get them suckers clean at least two, three times oh, a year. Oh man, I'm like, e, come on, bro. You stay at the dentist, but you know, thank God for insurance, and um, yeah, thank God that uh, you know we got that, you know, the ability to go get our teeth cleaned and done i know my that's teeth right feel go great. get your teeth done lie. my teeth feel great like she she polished them joints up like i walked out of there feeling like denzel so shout out to uh yeah keep the grill done keep the grill shout done out to aspen dental for the for the great work um you did on my teeth and i know i don't like scheduling six months in advance but i do appreciate the service y'all offer all right let's jump into it man we um Man, it, it was uh it was amazing last night. You know, Golden State takes a 2-0 series lead, and I'm talking about run through Cleveland, two games straight. And uh, you know, Carl E and I, of course, we always got the group text going and we talking about the game and you know, we just watching those first two games and it's like, okay, Cleveland ain't got a shot. Like this is just I'm talking about they get everybody bringing out the brooms, they ready to get swept. Whole nine. And uh, we tune in last night, and lo and behold, Cleveland comes out and just beat the brakes off of Golden State. And I was bugging. Like, I text y'all, you know, the little eyes text, you know, just the eyes. They got up like 15 quick, and I text y'all the eyes like, "Uh uh-oh, here we go. And it was a few things. I mean, I'll get y'all feedback first before I let you know what I kind of peeped out. But I was tripping just on the fact that, Wow, two games in a row. They got murdered in Oakland and then come back to Cleveland and murder Golden State. So let me get y'all feedback on, on what happened last night and kind of, you know, where you see things as of now. I guess it's in disarray because we had one one idea of what we thought was going to happen and how the series was going to go. And now it's just something totally different. So let me get y'all feedback so on that. I, I'll say I did expect to some extent that Cleveland had, I mean, Cleveland had to dominate. There's no question about it. Like, if the game didn't start the way it did, it would have been alarming to me. But I'll say for me, the biggest concern is I do not understand. I, I mean, y'all going to have to help me. I do not understand the blowout ministry, not in the NBA Finals. Like, this is the two best teams in the, you know, the Eastern Conference, the Western Conference. I have no understanding how a team could get beat by more than 20 points, you know, 30 points. Like, I do not understand it. Not when... I'm saying y'all are studying each other like I'm, that's all you're doing right now. You know what I'm saying? Like the competition is at its height. But somehow there's a team that finds a way to beat another team by what? Golden State won by like 20 the game before, 30. 15 the first game. 30. It, it was, was 30? 30 something. Bro, they beat them by more than 30. I, I, I do not get that. The first game maybe y'all in quite, you know, the first matchup, whatever. But y'all studying each other now. You know the strengths. You know the weaknesses. You see who's performing. You know what I'm saying? You're coming up with strategies. Like, you know, all right, if this dude, you, you studying this. This ain't like something that you coming across randomly. How is it possible that the team's still getting blew out by 30 points? I, the Warriors I'm, I'm won game two like, by I 33. Honestly, I'm stuck. I'm stuck. Y'all got to help me with so that. So you're talking about a 63-point swing from game two to game three. Swing. To Hip-hop preacher. I, I can't. Us. Yeah. Yeah, somebody help me out with that. No, man, I'm going to tell you what I'm struggling with. Um, MVP, man, Steph Curry, MVP of the regular season, MVP. And um, I'm looking at, you know, even when they were at home, you know, he's not showing up. I'm looking at LeBron in the first half. Now, look, they won the game, but I don't know if it was four or five, like, layup-type shots you know, dunks that LeBron missed. You know, I mean, look, we're not PTI. You know what I'm saying? So for me, uh, for my entrepreneurs out there especially, 
you know, and those individuals who are in business, like, I just don't see how so much is riding on your shoulder, C, and you just don't step up. And me and C talked about this yesterday, like, what if E.T. went on the road and it was like, all right, I showed up in Chicago, I showed up, you know, in Indianapolis, and then when I got to San Fran and L.A., got on the West Coast, I was just terrible, you know. And so for me, C, I, I think what I'm looking at is, like, how lopsided can you be? You, you know, like, it, you know, when you look at Michael Jordan, when you look at Patrick Ewing, you know, um, uh, uh, you know, Alonzo Mourning. I mean, he's just calling out, you know, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, like, you know, Mag, uh, 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 Michael Jordan. You know, when you think about these individuals, see, you don't see where MJ scored 30 points and when one game, see, he scored uh, 10 points. You know, I'm not saying that he put up 39 every single time, but it wasn't as lopsided. So for me, I think that, that that's this. I'm walking away from these games like, yo, E, when, 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 when you get an opportunity, E, now, no opportunities wasted. When you get an opportunity, when you either do a voiceover or when you do, you know, a speaking engagement or whatever you do, E, you know, the Steve Harvey show, a radio interview, like, E, this is an opportunity of a lifetime. Like, you can't come up missing. You know, like, you cannot just come up missing. You have to show up. And so it, I, there's a lot of stuff that I saw with the game, but more importantly for me, and I go both ways because I'm a Detroit Piston fan, so I'm not, you know what I'm saying, I'm not biased. I mean, Steph just not showing up, you know, and then when he does put up the points yesterday, it's in the third quarter. You know what I'm saying? Y'all already getting blew out by 20. LeBron, you know, didn't show up in game two and honestly didn't really show up in the first half of yesterday's game I think he started out off in four, four though. He he, he won. He kind of he didn't he didn't finish well, I'm the saying, half strong, I, but he started off four four. I, but I'm just saying though, if we talk about LeBron, you supposed to be. The, you said you were the greatest player in the NBA, so I, you can't give me what uh, you can't do what Draymond Green does. You know what I'm saying? You can't do what Kevin Love does. You got to be nine for nine, and then you. I'm saying for real, you miss how many shots at the basket. I just can't see MJ missing four or five shots in the paint. You know, those, those, those are opportunities that you wasted. And like I said, they did win. But Kyrie stepped up big. And then, yes, in the second half, he did step up. But I'm saying when you are the golden child, Steph Curry, when you are the golden child, LeBron, this is your, like, the NBA Finals is your time. Forget regular season. This is where MJ showed up. This is where Magic got the name Showtime. This is where Larry Bird became Larry Bird, you know. And so if these guys are as, you know, commercialized as they are, I'm just saying if it's seven games, at least six of them, you got to show up. And this is what's shocking me. Forget the 30-point swing. The two guys that I'm looking to dominate the game, they haven't been dominating the game flat out. And where do you think that comes from? I, I don't, I don't, man, I don't know, you know, because like I said, I came up in a different era. I, I was with um, and that's Isaiah what I'm saying, Thomas. Though, e, let's make guys. sure it's not revisionist history. Like we just own like Mike never had a bad game. You know what I'm saying? Like kind of that old school, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, but never, never. Let me say this. This is why I said this. Look, I don't care if you love LeBron or not. He missed four or five shots in the paint. Like four or five shots that are like you hit the back, you hit the back of the rim and boom, it's in. He he dunked and Draymond Green blocked his dunk. I'm just saying it's not revision of history. If Michael Jordan is in the paint and he rising up on you, you about to get the business. So I'm not saying that we you know we're not talking about normal players. Isaiah wasn't, you know, Isaiah wasn't even speaking to Magic when they was playing. Like you saw a tenacity with these boys back in the day. And I'm just saying, Steph is on the bench looking, I'm saying, Steph looking like he out of it. I'm like, you the same dude that put up 49 in regular season. And here it is, showtime, and you zero, you have absolutely no points in the first half. Clay Thomas, Thompson, no points in the first half. LeBron, 10 points. Like, when you the superstar, and I'm talking to my entrepreneurs, you are going to get an opportunity and there's no game seven for you. Unfortunately for entrepreneurs, we don't have seven games, guys. 
And so I'm calling out to you. This is not about LeBron. This is not about Steph Curry. But if, if you are the LeBron on your, in your business, if you are the Steph Curry in your business, you can't afford to do well in a regular day, but then there's a big presentation where you can make millions from this presentation. Look, you got to show up. You can't have no bad days. And so maybe see it's sports and I'm kind of whatever, but I will say this revision of history. There was never a swing between the Pistons and the Lakers of 30 some points. Isaiah show up magic right, show. Right. They going back and forth, yeah. back and forth. Nobody, nobody was ever cold for an entire right. half. No, nah, that, nah, that, did, nah, it, it didn't happen that. like that. It, Cause I'm like, cause Carl just said it earlier, but like the blowout thing is crazy. Like, like you said, we Piston fans. I ain't tripping on neither team. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't necessarily, like, y'all know I got love for, for LeBron and kind of would like to see him win one in Cleveland, the Midwest thing we talked about already. But, like, I ain't, like, living and dying off the game or nothing. But I'm just sitting here like, man, can we see a good game? Like, y'all getting washed. Just, that's it. That's and all I'm asking I'm tripping for. On Cleveland. I'm like, y'all didn't even have one of y'all supposed star players yesterday. And you play better without him. I'm like, play I, don't better. What the, I don't know how to judge it. I'm like, love don't even play in y'all. So, it looked like he need to keep sitting there. Uh, uh, and we talked about it last week, but the things that work, I'm not trying to be funny, but Sean Livingston was murdering the game, this game too. Same shot. He got to the free throw line and just pulled up. Where was that shot this game? How do you not go back to that? The same people checking him. He still got, you know, five, six inches on whoever guarding him for the most part. How you not going back to the stuff that's working? I don't get that. Well, I'm going to tell you what's bothering me, see, also is this home court advantage stuff. This role players play better when they're at home. Look, see, you look, see, come on. I, and it might be people like eat over the top. See, if you're a professional, see, you're a professional. Like, you're not a professional when you're on your home court, and then when you're away, you're not a professional. If you are a Yo, professional, and, you and are a professional. Thing, dog, I, remember, I don't know if y'all got my voice. I couldn't even text it. It was on me so heavy. I had left y'all a voice yeah, note yesterday I heard you. during the game, and I was that was my main thing. I'm saying the court is 94 feet. It's the same rims. It's the same three-point line, the same ball, the same tennis shoes, jerseys, everything. I'm saying you're a grown man, and you're affected by whether the crowd is cheering for you or not. You, mm. You're an NBA player, mm. and the crowd cheering. But listen, this is the one thing I said, though. Listen, if you're an entrepreneur, if you're out and you're, you're a business person, whatever it is, look how much emotion plays a factor into how well you do. Like yesterday, off the cuff, it was just clear that Cleveland was playing with a different level of emotion and excitement Absolutely. from the app, from Absolutely. the very first tip. Absolutely. And if you look at it, Absolutely. all the balls that usually fall off in, in Oakland, all of a sudden they rolling in. Every time the rebound squirts yep. loose uh, yep. in, in Cleveland, yep. Tristan Thompson, now all of a sudden he grabbing every single rebound. My man got 14 rebounds. Yep. Bogut can't get one rebound. You see what I'm saying? But like when you play with that kind of energy and enthusiasm, and I think that's what we do as a company, ETA, we play with so much energy and enthusiasm, all the loose balls come our way, right? All the bounces end up going our way because we play with a level of enthusiasm at all times. And some of you, you're not seeing the results you want to see in your company, not because you're not good enough. It's because you don't have that passion and that energy behind it. So the loose balls and the little things that's supposed to go your way, they end up not going your way because you don't have that passion and excitement. And I looked at yesterday and I'm just like, wow. From one city to the next, it's the same ball. Like, they don't change the basketball, right? They don't change the length of the court. Cleveland ain't got, like, a smaller court than Oakland. It's the exact same thing, but the energy and the passion was different. And you saw a 63-point swing based off just emotion, energy, and passion. The same players. Matter of fact, Cleveland was minus a player. But the emotion and energy, and I think that is one of the biggest things that have catapulted us to the top of this game, is that when we show up, we show up with energy. And I'm talking about our whole entire staff. If you come to a conference, you're going to feel the energy from the time you walk in the door, from the person signing you in to the person, you know, addressing you as soon as you sit down to when me and E come out. You're going to feel that passion and that energy. And we win a lot of extra games. We, you know what I'm saying? We get to 73. And, and probably 10, 15 of them come off pure hustle and energy, man. You're going to laugh, see, but I had a moment in Cleveland where a guy walked up to us, and he was there early. I'm talking about like three hours early. So we setting up, you know, doing our thing, and he was around. And he came to me after. He's like, yo, I'm not trying to be funny, but why y'all, like, do y'all ever stop smiling? 
Like, why y'all all so geeked up? Like, literally, literal conversation. My man was just like, yo, who, which one of y'all could I get upset? Is it possible to get y'all upset? I was like, not today you can't. Not today you can't. And it just speaks to that exact same thing. No, it's game day. Like, I don't care where we are. It's game day. We know what we came here to do. And it's not, back to the whole environment thing, it's not new. Like, you going through 82 doggone games. They hit you all 82 games. Every time you play against their team, they hit you. It ain't new. You know what I'm saying? I know the playoffs got a little more intensity to it, but it is, it's not new. So how does it affect yeah, you Carl, so much? I think it shows how much, for real, like, why you think we push y'all need to be listening to ET on a regular basis? You know what I'm saying? Like, you need to be inspired daily. Like, you need to be going and watching TGIM daily. You need to be going and checking out one of the, you know, audios from the album every single day to keep that energy and that passion and that emotion. You need to come to the boot camp. You need to sign up for BU. Why do you think we push this stuff? Like, you can literally see it in the game last night, a 63-point swing based off energy and emotion. Like, they didn't learn no new plays in a couple days. It wasn't like a new, you know, uh, uh, shot selection that they had. It was the exact same players with a different level of energy. That's why we believe in what we do so heavy, because we provide you with that energy and that spark. Sometimes it's not the know-how. Sometimes it's not the skill level. It is that phenomenal will, and that's what we always try to push to y'all and try to stress to y'all. That's why it's important you listen to the podcast. That's why it's important you come to the boot camp, because we are going to provide you with that spark and that energy you need to win those couple extra games that take you to the chip. Now, teaching moment. See, teaching moment. All right, well, let me say this first, because I, I, you know, I read the comments. I don't, I don't always comment on the comments, but I read the comments, right? And then somebody, I promise you, I, I was about to go against the CJ rule, you know, and I was about to, you know, it was about to be feelings over principle, <laughs> see? Let me just put it like, it was about to be feelings over principle, right? right? And my man going to say to me like, yo, E, first of all, it was a throwback TGIM. That's number one, you know, so just next level ignorance, right? Uh, I guess he thought it was a current one, but he says in the comments, see, oh, it's not, oh, here go ET again. We back to that. What's your why? It's like he don't got nothing else. See, if you stripped all my messages from me and you let me keep one, it's gonna be what's right, your why? Right. Because th because that that that's the one seed that I'm trying to get you to say. If you tap into your why, you stay 120, and the things you do when you 120, and the results you get when you 120 C, they're not the same when you mm -hmm. 70. So, so, so what I'm trying to tell these teachers, like, come, let me come train your teachers, principals, superintendents. Let me in the schools. You, you have an environment where kids are given 70 because they can't see the connection between right. school and right. their life. Right. But if you can, if you could get them to 120, you're going to get different SAT scores, a a ACT scores. You're going to get different homework. You're going to get different engagement in the classroom. And so I just want to say to the to the husband. You calling me tripping on your marriage. Why? When you going home, you giving sister girl 70%. You giving your kids 75%. And you talking about it's your marriage. It's not your marriage. It's your energy. Hmm. It's not your marriage. It's your attitude. It's not your energy. It's your body language. And so you think you're going to come home and give set. So you put in 120 at the job. And you like, I'm, I don't know why I'm having success at the job, but my wife don't get it. No, your wife don't get it because your job getting 120. And when you come home, they, your family barely getting 70. And so what bothered me, see, I'm like, yo, look at, look at Steph Curry body language. My man got his head down. He got the, he, he got his, um, what do you call it? His, uh, his, his mouthpiece, uh, chewing on it like his gum. When LeBron losing, he looking like he don't want to be there. I'm saying, bro, when Michael Jordan, when they Bulls was losing, he they on the bench talking to like like Draymond was talking like, let's go, you know. And so I'm saying, you you right, see you right, Carl. Look, y'all y'all professionals. Who cares if you at home? Who cares if you have home court advantage? Who cares? You need to come out with the energy that the home team is coming out with every single time. Why? Because when you don't. That's the kind of stuff that happens. You get embarrassed. You're too, you, you, you was up 2-0. You had a chance to, I'm talking about, if y'all would have went 3-0, it was it's over. over. It's you would have took the life out of them. Now what you've done is that you've made Cleveland believe. You made the fans believe. And let me tell y'all something. There is no force on the planet Earth that's as powerful as belief. That's as powerful as hope. They've had people who were supposed to die of cancer who believed. People who were not supposed to get a degree, but they believed. 
People who've overcome stuff because they believe there's nothing like belief. And let me tell you something. You owe it to yourself to give 120 because ETA, we pass. Listen to me. The struggle that we had was, can this thing become a rat? We are over thousands now in the breed view. We was at a hundred and something for the longest. Once we hit thousand, we like, whoa, we believe now it's over. We got the first gig, the Malaysian gig, because uh, signed a contract for over a hundred. It's over for us. Why? Because we are walking in belief. We, we, we nailed them when it was game three, when it was yeah. showtime, yep. C showed up. I yeah, we showed never up, let them off the showed mat. up. We, man, we kept our foot on the gas, y'all. We kept our foot on the gas as a company. And so now we can't lose. Like, we're at a point that this company will be around forever. We decide how long this thing is going to be around. We decide how big or how small we're going to be. So I'm just saying to my entrepreneurs, we're not talking about a game right now. Steph Curry, if you're the Steph Curry of your company, show up. If you're the LeBron of your company, show up. That game LeBron had in the second half, he can do that at will. So then why didn't he do it first game? Or why didn't he do it the second game on this level? You know why? Mentality. It has nothing to do with his skill set. What's wrong with Steph Curry? It's something going on in his mind. The game has not changed. And I'm telling you to stop being temperamental. I'm telling you to stop being up and down. And all I'm asking you to do is to find your 120 and stay with mm. it. And, and you know what? You talked about it in Cleveland. I heard the audio. But you also talked about finding that governor, right? And, and if you are the Steph Curry or the LeBron or the Jordan or your team or whatever it is, you know, the importance of having a governor. Can you break that down? Because I think this that applies to this situation as well. Look, everybody always, you know, they talking about, you know, the bench or they talking about the star players. And I'm like, guys, let's not, let's not get it twisted. Don't act as if the coaches don't make a difference. You acting like the coaching staff don't have nothing to do with the game. And we wouldn't have coaches if it didn't have anything to do with the game. And I just, in my own perspective, I remember Michael Jordan being very, very good, but never winning the championship. And I remember a coach by the name of Phil Jackson coming in his life and saying, listen to me, kid, you, you're doing very good, but we're going to make you great. And so it's that governor, see, it's that individual that can show you you know, uh, aspects of your game that you need to work on. Show you aspects of your thinking that you need to work on. Look, Phil Jackson had these boys doing meditation. Can you imagine Shaquille O'Neal, seven feet tall, I don't know, 200, 300 pounds, sitting there with his legs crossed, you know, and his finger, uh, fingertips. Come on, the yin master got my man doing that. But it was a governor seat, and I remember my first car that I ever bought flat out was a Suburban, and I remember I got that joker, put that joker on the road once, I got to like 88, 89 miles per hour, and it went And I thought, see, I bought a brand new car. What in the devil is wrong with the engine? Engine just blew up. See, I was like, whoa. And then it went down to about 70, and I was like, okay, it seemed like it's okay. Went back, and my boy said, E, that's a governor. And what it does is, when you're going too fast, when you're endangering yourself, what the, the engine shuts down automatically. And I'm saying, see, I think one of the problems with some of you that are listening to us today is that you don't have a governor. And my thing with LeBron has been, you know, two for six, I believe, and you guys can help me out. I don't know the name of the coaches, but he's not ever had a true governor, see? He's not had a Phil Jackson that can tell you to sit down and shut up. Like somebody that you revere, see? Somebody that you look up to in a way that they stretch you and they push you and they prod you in a way that, you know, that your peers can't do it. And so, again, I don't know if y'all remember, but I remember uh, 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 Carl is a Kobe fan. I remember there was a time when Kobe was like, oh, I don't need Phil Jackson, right? And I remember Phil left. And I remember something that happened. They wasn't winning no championships, and he begged my man to come back. And I believe he, I believed he begged him to come back. Why? Because he needed somebody, see, that was not his peer. He needed somebody that he revered, that he looked up to, that he respected. And if we go through LeBron's career, I know it's not a secret, but all the coaches that you name off, all the coaches that you named, see, none of them was on the level of a Pat Riley. None of them was on the level of a Phil Jackson. And I know for many of us, we, hey, come on, see, you said it. There are times with Carl and I where we like, man, don't even call CJ. We just going to do this video on our own. Why? Because we like, man, we know if we give it to C, C going to find that thing 
that, but we know that we got to go through that process because we know when we let you look at it, you're going to take it to that next level. But let's be real. Even Carl and I in the past have had times where we bucked against that. Where we we might have done it, but in our heart of hearts, we didn't want to be critiqued. We didn't want to be uh, 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 criticized. We didn't want to be judged. But we knew at the end of the day that by letting you look at it, that it was going to take it to that next level. So I just want to end with this. If you're out there, and what's my man name? Tyron Lou. Uh, come on, bro. Ty- Tyron, no disrespect, but he can't. He can't tell LeBron to go somewhere and sit down. My man hadn't accomplished nothing like that on his own. What we know of him, and no disrespect, but the but the step over from Allen Iverson. You know, so you're looking at a person who he can't really uh, check you. He can't. You don't look. He's not. He might not even be a peer to LeBron right now. Let's just be real. He might not even be a peer. He can't get in his face like a, a Steph Kirk uh, uh, like a, 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 a Kirk can get in his face. Yeah, like he can't he, like a, a Phil Jackson or Pat Right, He can't do that, bro. You know, so I'm just saying I know a lot of you don't like the pressure of having a governor. You don't want nobody to tell you when you get to 89, you need to step it down. You don't want anybody to critique you or push you. But I'm telling you from my own experience, y'all think I just started speaking? Don't believe the hype. I was doing this long before I met CJ, long before I met Carl. I've been doing this, but I was good at best. It wasn't until I got around guys who were great in their field that I became great. So I just want to challenge you guys, stop governing yourself. Stop being your own CEO, your own CFO, your own administrative assistant. Your own. Just stop being your all in all and put people in your life who will check you and who will challenge you. And even though it's uncomfortable, they'll push you to greatness. Hmm. hmm. Yeah, no, I was um, I was thinking about that yesterday when you called me and you were talking about Serena. And you asked me a question that I was, I was like, yo, that's deep. And I guess it was kind of, you know, along those same lines. But you said, do you think whoever Serena coach is, like the fact that she lost three in a row now, of course, he was devastated. Y'all know how much he loves Serena. And shout out to uh, anybody knows Serena. He's still willing to offer his services free of charge. He say he can get her those next uh, couple chips if uh, they reach out to him. So if anybody knows Serena or, or her people. I ain't laughing, y'all. I'm yeah, serious. Y'all have her, have I'm her serious. reach out to, to E to get, Everything get that I love. back. Um, but you said if, if she lost three or four in a row, do you think her coach would be, uh, what was the word you used? Mature? Man yeah, enough. Man enough, man mature enough, enough to say, <laughs> hey, maybe I'm not the best coach for you. And I was like. Anymore, see? Yeah, but I was like, no way. Like, I don't think, like. Yeah, like not at all. Yo, do, I can't right, Carl, see do you know how much, like, maturity you would have to have, like, because mm-hmm. I'm going to blame it on something else. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Flat out. I'm like, look, it was the clay court. You know, she ain't great on clay. Look, she has sprained her ankle the week. You not. I don't know too many people in the world who going to look and be like, okay, it's my fault. Especially if we've had success together in the past. You know what I'm saying? Like, that'd be like, okay, I've been E-right-hand man for a grip. And all of a sudden, we have a couple bad conferences in a row, an album that wasn't that great. And then I, I look at E and say, yo, maybe I'm not the one. I'm about to be like, okay, E, we hit a glitch in the matrix. Don't worry. You know, everything about to be straight. Just give me another chance to, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'm not sure I could own that. And when you talk about a governor, you know, governing, you know, can we govern ourselves? You know what I mean? I think that was where you were going with that is not only having that outside governor, but being able to govern ourselves. And that was a question you asked me and I said, no way. Like, I'm just like, it might be like two or three people in the world who would be mature enough in that situation. But E, where were you going with that? And why did you ask me that? I was going there, see, because again, like I said, you got to remember, her father was the first. You understand what I'm saying? Her father was her first coach, and he could only take her so far. This, these next set of coaches, they, they've taken her here. Is there, is there a possibility, see, that we get so consumed you know, in our own thinking, in our own space, in our own world, see, that there are things that we just don't see. And because we don't see those things, it's going to be that glass ceiling that you talked about, see? And so that's why I'm saying, like, we all need governors. We all need people at some point in our, in our life that can challenge us and help us to operate from the real. And her coach, need a, he, need a, he need a governor, see? 
he need to be able to say like, okay, if she lose four or five, like, okay, cool. I, she just can't seem to win without me. And I just find so many people operate from a selfish place, see? So many people operate from what's best for me and not what's best for, you, you know what I'm saying, the crew. And what people don't realize about, see, you know, because y'all like, oh, see, you know, E.T. called him the Quincy Jones. I keep saying this. The reason why we are where we are is because there are opportunities that we've had that are rightfully seized. And C will say, nope, y'all go, go to Egypt without me. Nope, y'all go to that gig without me. Nope, y'all take that flight without me and stay in that hotel without me. Nope, I know that's a big gig, first NFL gig we've done, but nope, you and Carl go because it's what's going to be best for the team. And that selflessness is, is you don't see. People always want to like, okay, I got to get, you know, read how to become an effective speaker. You know, I've got to buy this mic. I got to get this camera. See, we could all buy the cameras. We could all go through the course. But it's those characteristics, the selflessness. Those are the type of things that catapult. Those are the things that uh, uh, change the trajectory of your company. And so my thing is, how selfish can you be is if, if you're losing, you know, and what you're doing isn't working, but you keep doing it. And no disrespect to LeBron, but, but he, he, he hasn't had a coach, see? You know, there are some decisions that he's made. Yeah, that was that one I of the biggest things when I used him. to be, you know, E and I, I used to talk about LeBron and and I still got love for LeBron. You know what I mean? I think I think he's Absolutely. a great player and I think he's been a great yeah. role model. And I, it, he's I a would great always guy. argue with E. This was back in the day about LeBron versus Jordan. And I would say, you know, one of the things that, you know, LeBron didn't have the luxury of is having a Phil Jackson. And, you know, I kept using that argument like, yo, Brian ain't had no real coach. Like, you got to understand, Mike had all his rings with Scotty and Phil. And he said to me, finally, he said, well, at some point, you got to ask yourself, how come he doesn't have a mm -hmm. Phil Jackson? Why did he? And I was yeah. like, oh, yeah. he was like, come on, see, you're the greatest player in the world. You can't get a Hall of Fame coach or a coach who like why you got all these startup coaches who never even probably want a playoff game. And I was like, oh, I didn't really think about that. And is it that he doesn't want a governor? Is it, you know, I, I don't know. Like, do, do you, you know, does he want free reign? Does he think he can do it on his own? Like, I'm not sure. I know at one point there was a governor in place, and we talked about this yesterday, E, and even though his coach was Spostra, probably who couldn't be a governor, above him was Pat Riley, who was, and he won two rings there. And so you look at it. And I guess, you know, it, it's layered in that sense. But, yeah, you would have to ask yourself, for real, why don't you have, you know, a legendary coach? Like, I'm sure, like, it's some folk willing to coach LeBron. I'm, I'm sure he, if he wanted to, I'm pretty sure he probably could have got Phil at some point. You know what I mean? Like, Phil probably could have been the coach for LeBron, like, if, if that's what he really wanted. And I'm like, wow, like, you know, why why hasn't he? Because you look at Kobe. Kobe had Phil. Mike had Phil. Shaq had Phil. You know, uh, Magic had And Pat Kobe didn't Riley. want Phil, though. Yeah. Remember, though, see, it was a time frame. Kobe didn't want Phil. And the results that he got showed something. But up, my, my question, C, is that I'm taking it there to our listeners. Like, I need you guys to take this personally. Like, where are you in your life? And are you attracting or repelling the people that could help you? I'm saying you really got to think about it. If you don't have that coach, you know, if you don't, everybody talk about their mentor. If you don't have that mentor that's there to help you now, that question now lingers in the back. It should be lingering in the back of your mind. Like, why don't I have that person? If I'm doing the things that I said I'm doing, I should be attracting it. We know how it works. The law of attraction. You grinding, you putting it out. That person should be finding you. Right, you know what I'm right. saying? But why aren't you attracting that mentor, that leader, that, that teammate? You know, that coach you know what that I'm could saying? Flat out. That's that teammate Pippen. that could get you to the next level. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah, huge. What is it? Yeah, and I and I and I just want to say this too, see, because we do have our entrepreneurs listening. Like for real, you do have to ask yourself, why is it that the people that are around you are not are your peers or even uh, like why are they not even peers? Some of you guys are running businesses and you don't even have peers. You have everybody on your staff that you can tell what to do. Everybody that you can manipulate. I don't know how many men, see, I've met who are powerful men, but they have to attract people in their lives that they can manipulate, that, 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 that will not challenge them. You know, that will let them do what they want to do when they want to do it. And, 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 and they don't like to be around people 
who will say, man, y'all, man, I, I, man, I wish y'all could have been there in the beginning with me, C and Carl. Like you thinking we just skipping and, you know, happy go lucky and we just agree on everything. I promise you. Even to this day, I promise you, I'll never forget me and CJ for the longest had the logo. We had the logo thing going back and forth. <laughs> well, I was like, yo, see, I ain't trying to be funny. I'm feeling the ETA, but it's missing something. You know what I'm saying? I can't tell you what, well, what is it missing, E? I'm like, I can't tell you what it's missing, C, but I promise you it's missing something. I can't tell you how many speeches or the, the YouTube, I mean, the um, TGIM, the way I approached it and C was like, yo, E, I'm just being real with you. You can't keep doing this every week. You can't keep giving eight to 10 minutes. You, you, you thinking about now, but you're not thinking about our future. I can't tell you how many times we bucked against each other, but we have a system where nobody's God where nobody's all-knowing, all-powerful, and people can't be checked. You know what I'm saying? Everything we do, it has to go through a process. It has to go through the fire. It's not like E.T. saying, all right, we're doing it. It's, a, it, it's, it's gold because E.T. saying it. No, it has to go through a process. And so the process is gold. The process itself, you know, reigns supreme. And so for real, just challenge yourself and ask yourself, like I'm looking at the game, no, no disrespect to Tyron Lue, but I'm asking myself, like, come on. Let's be realistic. At the end of the day, he can't, what can he, he can't challenge LeBron. He can't pull LeBron coattail. He, he, I'm not, he, he, he I don't even know if he would he be considered could, a peer. He, he could. He could say, I remember when I was playing with Kobe and I saw Kobe do this. That's about what he got. I'm saying per, on a personal level, you're right. He absolutely can't. You don't have anything in your repertoire that even remotely matches the game. Now, what I would say is hopefully you play it under Phil. So hopefully there's some stuff that you would have gotten that could help, but I get you. There's not a lot that you can just strongly come out and say, hey, look, this is what I know. Boom, 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 boom. You know what I'm saying? It's tough because you don't have a, the a, a resume the credibility. The credibility to do the that. Credibility. Yeah, that's real. That's real. Yeah, no, I, I think, uh, you know, it's just, man, somebody, I, I guess, you know how much I love LeBron, but it is awkward. Like, yo, you shouldn't have no first-time head coach. You one of the greatest players, top mm. ten players to ever play the game. You got a rookie head coach, hmm. like that, like two coaches in one season. See, in one season, two like, coaches I just don't in one know season. What, if that right. has ever happened before. Like I'm trying to think of like Magic in his prime, just getting like somebody, somebody just straight off the street. Like, hey, here you go. Like it, that don't even make sense. You know what I'm saying? Like, like Jordan, like after he came back and you know won three, then came back. Like he still had feel. Can you picture them just being like? Uh, John Smith is y'all new coach, uh, Jordan. <laughs> like, coach. what? Jordan. Hey, I never thought about it. That sounds so crazy. It does. Right now. But wow. I mean, that's what happened to LeBron. I'm like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I don't know, man. I'm, I'm praying for him. And not that Tyron Lue is not a good coach. It's just, yo, we talk or about good the levels. Person. Like, yo, you right, got to right, go right. through the levels. Like, you got to win, like, a right. couple playoff games. You got to win a, a series. You got to win the Eastern Conference. Like, You've been thrust into a position where you in the finals now because of LeBron, but LeBron been six times in a row. So we can't even really give right. you the credit for that. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not like we could be like, oh, Lou got him to the to the finals. LeBron been to the finals six years in a row without five of them without you. So it's like, I don't know, man. It, it is tough. And, you know, we'll keep watching and maybe they can, you know, grow together. And this is in no way, you know, a knock on Lou. It's just. You, you don't have the stripes yet. You know what I mean? Like, and, and you only it's in fairness, the only way to go through it is to, you know, go through it. But man, it is, um, it is an awkward situation. But anyway, uh, we're running late. So let me um, shift gears. We'll jump into uh, everybody's favorite segment, Ask ET. And uh, this segment is brought to you by ETA Grind Gear. Use the promo code secret to success and take an extra 20% off at checkout. Um, that's the promo code secret to success. Go to etinspires.com. Check out some new stuff we got there. It's fire. You're going to love it. Also, um, boot camp guys, we're getting close. We got boot the boot camp, camp uh, July 23rd and 24th yes, sir. in Lansing, Michigan, my hometown. Man, we are going to have a blast. We got some stuff set up for y'all that's out of this world. I mean, you got to understand when we say home court advantage, like y'all about to get the royal treatment in our 33, home. 33 points, 33, oh, 33 point swing. Oh, we got all the momentum. Swing. I promise you it is going to be off the chain. 
life-changing. This is the very first one we've ever done. So you know we going all the way out. We going hard. Listen, man, we got some people that we're bringing in. In addition to E and I and Carl doing what we do, we got the people who helped us get to that level coming in. Like the people who, you know, are responsible for E.T. being E.T., C.J. being C.J., like we got these gurus coming to the conference, dropping some crazy nuggets. We're going in on everything from relationships and leveraging your business as an entrepreneur to finances to, you know, just everything you can imagine. We are going to go over in this boot camp two full days, hanging out with us. Um, it's going to be a real relaxed environment. Come as you are. If you do the, the hat and the sweats like E.T., come like that. If you do the business thing, come like that, but there are going to be some powerful, powerful people in the room who you can network with, and I promise you guys, you don't want to miss the boot camp July 23rd and 24th. Go to etinspires.com. Check out the tickets for that. This is going to be a momentous occasion. Trust me, it's going down in the history books. Our very first one, Eric Thomas's first ever boot camp, two days um, of just a private, intimate session, guys. There's not a lot of people um, it's going to be phenomenal. So go check it out. Hey, see, and let me say this, see, to people who are listening. I'm being very transparent. This is not one of those boot camps where we string you along and, you know, not give you real information. Like, for real. We are so close. We are so close to our success. Like, when C talks about reverse engineering, like, we just started doing that over a year ago. So, so when I tell you the stuff that we did to get to where we are, and you guys know, we broke the code. You're not talking about a group of guys, you know, who was given a lot of, you know, um, we weren't given anything. I don't even think, see, anybody gave us like $2,500 for startup. Every single thing that we have learned in this process, we're going to share, C's going to share the branding. I'm going to share my perspective. Carl is going to show how they use a Walmart camera to, to put us in the world, guys. So I, I promise you, if you are up and coming business, you cannot afford to miss this. If I, I don't care if you're trying to be a good father or a good husband or a good mother, you cannot afford to miss this. And more importantly, if you are a company that's doing well, but you want to sustain that, you're looking at a company that every, every year since we've started, we've gotten better. We've done better in every area. So I'm telling you, this is going to be the tools. We're going to give you the tools, the resources, and, and we're talking about spending all day with us. We're not going to shortchange you. I will be there the entire time. CJ will be there. This is not one of those things right, where you'll we'll see right, ET for 30 right. minutes while I come out for an hour. No, I will be there the together, entire we're time. We're talking together. We're building together. It is literally you going in with us for an entire two days, man. It's gonna be off the chain, man. I'm, I'm super pumped about it, super excited. Because I always feel like, man, when we do the, uh, you know, the VIPs and stuff, like Tay always like, hey, you got two minutes, three minutes left. I'm like, right, finally, I'm just right, looking forward to getting the chance right. to where we can go all the way in, where we can answer as many questions as need Exhausted. be. Where we can yep. have those one-on-one -on -one conversations. Um, yep. So listen, man, go to etinspires.com. Check us out at the boot camp, July 23rd and 24th. It is an investment that is well worth it. You will go to that next level. We talked about, um, you know, making that investment in yourselves, guys. And this is probably the biggest thing that we've ever done in terms of an event as a company. And it is going to be in a small, intimate setting where you can hang out with us and, and literally learn everything you need to know about getting that thing started. All right. Hey, see, hey, see, before you transition, I know Tay going to kill me for saying this. But listen to me, if you're going to come to the boot camp and make that type of investment, it really only makes sense to get the twofer. You, it, it only makes sense to sign up with BU because you automatically get a certain amount off of the boot camp when you become a member of Review. So like I said, Tay is going to kill me for, you know, making the connection, oh. you know, connecting the dots for you, you know, but for I'm just being real. It yeah, doesn't make BU sense to, to invest that type yeah. of money. Yeah, yeah, the BU students are going to get a discount. They will be there. So even if you join Breathe You Now, you still get that discount. So it doesn't make sense to come and, and, and spend two days with C&I and then you're disconnected from that point forth. You might as well come to the event as a member of Breathe You. And then once you leave, 
then you're connected to us for life, you know, or at least the, the life of your membership, you know. So please go to the website, uh, etinspires.com, look up Breathe You. There are three different levels. So I'm not even suggesting a particular level, but take a look at that and say, since I'm already making this type of investment, and shout out, man, see, shout out to people. Man, we got, man, we got so many people that have signed up before we even did flyers, before we've done, we, not, we haven't even done like a, um, you know, a, 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 a real campaign yet. And man, we have so many people that have signed where, up. Where, it's unbelievable. See, you might need to help us. Where is Qatar? Somebody sent an email yesterday. My man said he's from Qatar. He bought his ticket. Yeah. That's what yeah, that's I, I that's as Middle much East. as I knew. I was like, he bought his ticket and he's like, man, I got to bring my, yeah, he said I got to bring my brother too. So I got to re-up. Like he emailed us and should I just go back and come sign on, or is it something that y'all can do on y'all own? Come on, And you live in Philly, you ain't going to be there. Come on now. Oh, Chicago not going to be there. You live in Cleveland and you ain't coming. And my man coming from Qatar. Like, so I'm just saying, listen to me. There are going to be people in the building who invest that kind of stuff, money, that kind of time into themselves. These are the people you want to be rubbing elbows with for two straight days. These are the people who are going to be Or these resource. are the people you're going to be working for. They, oh, right. Yeah, or, or you're going to be working for so One of the two. We ain't going to be right. laboring no more. Um, let's jump into it because we're running long, guys. Um, but, yeah, go to, go to etinspires.com. We look forward to seeing you at the boot camp. All right, cool. Um, let's see who I just had the question. Hey, BU special. Still, don't forget, BU special while you look for the question. BU all lowercase. Get the first Month 50% off when you sign up. BU special, all lowercase. BU special. All right, cool. So check that out. All right, Yusuf Teaches on uh, Twitter wants to know, does E.T. listen to E.T. to get motivated? If yes, what is his favorite track <laughs> slash video? No, <laughs> no, no, ma'am, no, no ma'am. No, Yusuf is a guy. Nope, I pray in the morning. Gentleman. Oh, I'm sorry, Yusuf. I apologize. No, sir. I um, That's what my devotion for, you know, in the morning. Uh, when the team and I have our personal worship, that's the stuff that I get pumped up for. The uh, Avery's coming. That's the kind of stuff that gets me pumped Marie. up. Carl, Carl, yeah, Carl about to buy a new vehicle so that we can get on the road and do more. So, no, no, I don't listen to myself. Um, I, it, would, it, it sounds terrible when I hear my whole voice. <laughs> uh, yeah, no doubt. No doubt. Do you have a favorite track, though, or off of any of the albums or the mixtapes? Yeah my, yeah, yeah, my favorite track is... Um, the one with my mom where I made my wrongs right. My wrongs I just right. love to hear Kel. Yeah. I love to hear Kel at the end. That part with Kel rapping about, man, oh, if his mama died, he don't know what he would do. Yeah, yeah. My, I, all time. Yeah, the doctor, hey, the doctor prescribing medicine. medicine. He, he don't, don't even know, know if it worked. Work. No, yeah, no. <laughs> Shout out to my little brother it's my Kel, favorite. who's staying with me for the summer. Um, yeah, that's him on that track, My Wrong is Right. Actually, yeah, never mind. Never, let me not say that, but I'm working on something. We're trying to get that track in rotation. Oh, We're trying to get it in rotation. Um, so, yeah, no. Uh, James in Detroit says, hey, guys, love the podcast. Been waiting on it forever. What, what made you guys finally decide to start the podcast? And I got a shout out to uh, my boy Adele hmm. on this um, because Adele was he's an avid uh, podcast listener. Shout out to Adele. He did the feature on ET and Respect Magazine. Respect Magazine, dope magazine. If y'all get the chance to check it out, um, just a hip hop magazine. But like, they go deep. You know what I mean? It's not about you know just the the music and you know whatever. It's really about the culture. So shout out to Adele. He's the um, CEO over there at Respect Magazine, and they did a feature on ET. And me and Adele kind of connected after he did the feature on ET, and he was always on me like, yo, I'm listening to this podcast, I'm listening to that one. Y'all gotta do a podcast. It's the new wave. And I had listened to a couple of podcasts, but I wasn't, you know, just like an avid listener to the podcast. But um, Adele was like really on me, and and I seen a lot of you know E supporters and you know comments, and when we would go places like, do you have a podcast? Do you have a podcast? And so we just wanted to make sure that we were obedient to what everybody was saying. And um, Adele would call me week after week, like, where that podcast at, see? And so we decided to get on it. And, you know, we had done a couple episodes, but we, we decided to get on, on it and, like, make it a weekly thing. And you guys have been um, just very instrumental in, in keeping this thing going. The response has been crazy. You guys have been leaving those reviews. Shout out to everybody who goes and leaves a review. We fighting for that top 10, y'all. We not in there right now, but if you guys go leave us a rating and a review on iTunes, we can get back into that top 10. But yeah, shout out to Adele, who was um, 
you know, one of the first people to really be driving me to, you know, pr- provide the podcast for you guys. So uh, I'm going to cut Ask E.T. short, guys. And um, I think the people will forgive me, but I, I wanted to let E, you know, who I consider to be, you know, one of the greatest of all times, just reflect and talk about for a quick moment um, the life and legacy of Muhammad Ali and kind of what Ali meant to you, E, and, you know, what, what you'll remember about what he, you know, meant to the world and what he meant to you. Yeah, well, you know, I talk often, see, about core values, you know, and this is, this is so deep. You know, people like E.T. talking about core values, you know, principles. How, how big is that? Listen to me very closely. See, I believe that, you know, our dreams and our goals, you know, everything is like a ship. But if you, ship, you put a ship in sail, you know, there's nothing that, the only thing that keeps that ship, man, stable is that anchor. You know, I, I don't care how big, how small it is, man, th- those winds and the waves, man, they will destroy any vessel. I, I don't care how big it is, how small it is, how it was structured. It is the anchor, see? It is the anchor that keeps that thing afloat. And so when I look at Muhammad Ali, man, I'm telling you, what, what, what I admire so much about him is his anchor. You know, uh, uh, when, when, when he became um, an avid follower of Elisha Muhammad, you know, and embraced Islam, man, I'm telling you, man this dude like lived it like he wasn't playing with it It wasn't you know something that he did on the weekends or when it was convenient for him he literally fought for what he believed and said look I'm not going to war I'm not going to war he believed you know that he was a man of peace and he he believed that the war was against you know his faith and he stood up see let me tell you something it's, it's easy to talk that I'm a Christian, I'm a Muslim, I'm a Hindu, whatever you are. It's easy to talk that talk. But see, under adversity, can you still stand? And Muhammad Ali was willing not to go to war and to really fight against the United States of America. He lost. Listen to me. He lost his uh, rights to fight. He lost his right to do what he did professionally, right? But he was willing to stand up for what he believed. And I just believe, like Martin Luther King said, a man who don't have nothing to stand for, man, he'll fall for anything. He, and Muhammad Ali was a man off in the ring and out of the ring. So I look up to him as a person of faith. I look up to him, man, because he literally stood up for what he believed and was willing to pay the price. And I often say, that success is never on discount. You must play, pay sweat, blood, and tears. And he paid the price to be a champion, see? And when those other guys out there talking about, you know, I'm the greatest of all time, yeah, you might be good in the ring, but you cannot, you cannot stand uh, uh, head and shoulders with Muhammad Ali because not only did he stand for what he believed for and fight in the ring, he fought in the real world. You know, so man, big, uh, 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 big shout out to Muhammad Ali. Um, praying for his family. I know this is a terrible loss for his family and his friends. And I just want to say to those of you out there, get get a core value. What do you believe in? You know, what do beyond your profession, beyond making money as a man, when you die, what will your children be able to say about you? What will your wife say about you? What will your community be able to say about you? And truly, we can say about Muhammad Ali that he truly was the greatest of all times. Hmm. Love it, man. Love it. And uh, yeah, E.T.'s nugget of the day. I'll take that for you, E, just because you just dropped some heavy stuff on us. Uh, Real quick, man, Ali said, I hated every minute of training, but I said, don't quit. Suffer now and live the rest of your life as a champion. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. We'll check you out next week. We'll see you in San Francisco on the 18th. Go leave that review for us. Love y'all. Later. Peace out. I want you to focus on here right now. Don't you worry about when you get home. You make this, you concentrate on this opportunity. You don't worry about tomorrow. You concentrate on this opportunity with all your might, with all your soul.